Hello there. In an attempt to keep down on the background noise, I just fed my dogs and I thought maybe they'll nap in the living room and I can, you know, sit in my little studio bedroom setup quietly. But of course, both of them immediately followed me in and are now staring at me from our bed. (laughs) But hopefully they will remain nice with full bellies and take a nap. We're a little late. We're a week late on this episode, and it was because last week I really just wasn't feeling well. I had super low energy. I was congested in the mornings. I was sick to my stomach. I definitely had some sort of bug. And New York City also went through like a drastic shift in weather. And with it came like a mood shift. Like I just, I don't know if it was hormonal or if it was because it was cold, but I just was like bumming out all last week. So I took the week to do some more research on this episode and do some other behind the scenes technical aspects of the show and get a whole bunch done on the website. I do need to give a very, very genuine heartfelt shout out and thank you to Julie. She is the first Patreon on our Patreon account. We have a goal of 10 and you are number one. Thank you so much, girl. I met Julie on Instagram. She is probably smarter than all of us and doesn't use Facebook. Thank you so much. If you'd like to contribute to the show, there will be a link in the show notes. It's not required, but every cent helps me keep the show on the air. Welcome to The Spark Effect. My name is Wendy Durrell, and I'm a lifestyle and health director, a yoga teacher, and a stepmom. I believe we should all live the healthiest and happiest life possible, and I know how hard that can be to do on your own. Sometimes it just takes a spark to change a life. If you're looking for help, inspiration, or support in things like confidence, diet, fitness, career, relationships, and family, then make yourself cozy. I'm here for you. I believe in you. And we are all capable of doing amazing things. I want you to live the best version of your life possible. I know this is going to be good. So let's hit it. When was the last time that you really laughed with friends? Like really like stomach hurts you're crying it's just like you stop laughing and then you just like you look at each other and you start laughing again you know that's that uncontrollable laughter I have a few people like that in my life who I do that with one of them I met in eighth grade her name is Becca she came into the school year about midway through they her and her mom had just moved into the city I lived in and she was placed in my eighth grade science class and sat down and we were both the quiet girls in class that like to read books instead of listen to Mr. Miller talk about science. So we, you know, like attracts like, we gravitated towards one another. And she became my best friend, my sister, my confidant. She is, she's my, she's my gal. And while like attracts like, we cannot be more different. <laughs> there are a lot of similarities, but there there's probably more differences between the two of us. Becca is, when I think of her, I think of fire and passion and just this fierce, strong woman where I am a lot more like if she's fire, I'm water. <laughs> that makes sense. She's that person in my life through, you know, high school, through college, where we would just be together 
and laughing like that. There was no drugs involved. There was no alcohol involved. There didn't need to be. It was just that connection with that person. And it made me kind of want to talk about this this week because this was supposed to actually be episode two. Episode two, I really wanted to talk about friendship. And I put it off because I, the the episode as I was making show notes turned into a whole different thing. And I'm glad I did because so many things happened in the past few weeks that lent themselves towards this episode. And I realized it wasn't really about friendship that I wanted to discuss, but loneliness. I'm not sure where the line is as far as loneliness and depression. I know that the two share a lot of the same space. So I want to give a quick disclaimer. I'm not a medical professional and there are wonderful resources and professionals that deal with that way better than I can. I am here to talk about my own experiences and my own thoughts as far as loneliness and friendship. So just that quick disclaimer. Why don't we talk about loneliness more often? When I sat and and tried to think of the last time I've really laughed like that, just uncontrollable laughter, it was a little hard. There's been, there's been moments. My boyfriend's 50th birthday was a moment where so many times we found each other, we found all of ourselves just laughing and, and enjoying being in each other's company. But I looked and I, like I have over 2000 Facebook friends. <laughs> and I would say I've met a few hundred of them. And that's not to say that there's anything wrong with meeting people online. Some of the most amazing friendships I have now are from people I met online. But I would say of that over 2000 people, maybe four, five of them are those people that I see and hang out with and have that kind of joy and laughter together. And there's a lot of gaps in between. There's a lot of moments where I, I find myself isolating myself. And I know I'm not alone in this, which actually helps me. <laughs> but there's a lot of loneliness in getting older. And no one talks about how as you get older, and for me, I'm going to speak as a woman, I'm, I don't know how it is for a man, but I assume similar. It's hard to make these actual friendships, these true lasting friendships. And we buy a lot of things. And things are great. Things are wonderful. I love gadgets. I love shiny things. But it reminds me of this quote that I read. And it was, he who dies with the most toys is still dead. And I, for one, would rather, well, I'd rather never die, but (laughs) that's a totally other topic. Um, I'd rather have these rich, amazing relationships than a whole bunch of things in my life. But it's hard to make friends and we don't ever talk about it. We don't talk about this loneliness and we should. It's hard to find people that you can be just completely 100% yourself around and comfortable doing it. It's not just about finding these people that can keep an odd secret here and there. But it's about finding those people that you just trust that you're not going to become, you know, conversational gossip elsewhere. Because it's not just about when I'm around them. It has to be when I'm not around them too. I have to be able to trust these people. And I know you all know people are gossiping assholes so often. It doesn't, it doesn't help that we have to factor in the people that don't like us. The people that do like us sometimes can't be trusted. I had this woman who 
tried to be my friend only because of circumstances and she was dating one of my friends and we're at our bar the bar I talked about in the last episode and she asked the bartender go go ask Wendy where she got that purse and I had the, my purse on the bar and so the bartender came over and she like rolled her eyes and she's like so and so wants to know where you got that purse and I was like target why and she's like she's making fun of you and I was crushed. <laughs> I was so, like, I, I'll admit it, for months I wouldn't use that bag because I was so embarrassed. And it was. It was bright red. It was, like, you know, fake leather. It had, like, leopard lining. And I thought it was adorable when I bought it. But every time I looked at that purse, it was, like, this mark of me being not worthy of this woman's friendship. That's not friendship. <laughs> That's fitting in with someone that I did not need to fit in with. And that leads me to my next point. There is a difference a huge difference between belonging and fitting in. We all try to fit in, whether it be with style, personality, with men, the way we act. And I did it for years, trying to fit into this box so that I would be in this cool crowd or with these specific people. And every now and then it would work, but it just wasn't me. I was acting like this watered down small version of myself who was timid and a doormat and way too nice and way too forgiving and just boring. I was boring, guys. And I'm not boring. I'm not small. I am a strong, sexy, badass woman who is totally okay being herself now. You want to know why? Because the other way was just sucking the life out of me. I would rather be myself and lonely than trying to fit into a box. Belonging is being accepted for you. Fitting in is being accepted for being like everyone else. Brene Brown said that, by the way. And I loved it because I was like, oh my God, holy shit. (laughs) I don't want to fit in. I want to (laughs) belong. I want to stand out. I want to be different. And I don't want to be a copycat of, you know, hundreds of other girls. Technology is made us all very isolated. We all stare at our phones and we use it to communicate. And that's wonderful. But actual physical connection and contact with people, I feel is so important. Such a high percentage of how we communicate is nonverbal. When you're talking to someone online or texting or, you know, using social media, you're missing tone you're missing body language and you're missing eye contact. You're missing so much of what that person is and who they are. And while I am eternally grateful for things like FaceTime and texting and having group chats, there is a big difference between typing LOL and actually having that laughter like I talked about at the beginning. Make plans. Take trips with the friends that you have because time goes way too fast. And even if it's a year out, and it's like a weekend somewhere, it doesn't have to be anywhere super fancy, it could just be one of the one of your own homes, but the time spent is worth so much more than any of the things that we end up buying to fill in that loneliness we feel in our hearts. And that loneliness has been weighing on me lately. And as I get older, it gets a little worse. I don't have very many female friends. I think that a lot of women can relate to that statement. But I've had friends come and go, but not a lot of solid friendships. 
And that hurts and makes me a little sad (laughs) because in the city that never sleeps, it can get very lonely here. And in a world of filled with, you know, hashtag squad goals, it's hard to admit that I don't have the squad yet. Like I said before, this was supposed to be episode two. And after I, you know, postponed it, I kept seeing things pop up on social media and the news of talking about loneliness and friendship. And then there was this one post who I'm sure a lot of you guys follow and it was three women and they're, they're all entrepreneurs like I am. And they're all laughing. They're laughing like that laughter I talked about and talking about this very thing that I'm talking about right now. And my first thought was, Oh shit, everyone's going to think I'm totally copying (laughs) them and that I stole their idea. But then I thought, No, it just means that if I'm feeling it and they're feeling it, there are so many other people feeling it and that we do need to start talking about it and reaching out to one another because it can get bad. There was a point in time when I was living on the Upper East Side that I realized when I kind of snapped myself out of this zombie trance I'd been in that I had not left the building in months. And you can do that in New York City because they'll bring everything to you. But I hadn't left the building in months. I had gotten so down and so low and so bummed. And most of it stemmed from the, the tumor in my head and just feeling awful all the time. But that, you know, snowballed into like loneliness. I didn't have anyone. And that just like ice, that ice, that self-imposed isolation was not the answer there. If I could do it all over again, I would have reached out to more people. And I would have been more okay with the fact that I was alone. There is a difference between being alone and being lonely. Being alone can actually be mentally and physically freeing. It can provide a lot of enjoyment to be alone. I took a trip to New Orleans a couple years ago for work and I went by myself and I totally had a good time. I took myself out to dinner. I went to the bar. I navigated just fine. I had a great time and I was alone and it would have been probably just as much, probably more fun with Lou or Becca or Doug or any of my, you know, small circle of friends, but being alone isn't a problem. Being lonely is a problem. Loneliness leads to feeling of, uh, feelings of like isolation and even emotional abandonment. It, 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 it starts to feel like nobody's there for you. Nobody understands you and your feelings don't matter. It's, it, it compounds upon itself. And people that suffer from extended loneliness actually suffer from higher blood pressure and other medical problems. So identifying that you're in that place and then taking steps to get out of it are so important. And some of those things can be really simple, like detaching from social media. We are very social animals. <laughs> we just are. But staring at a screen, a flat screen and scrolling through photos of someone else's happy life, while the pictures might be lovely and, and you know, full of joy, they <laughs> might lead to feeling sad about your own life. So taking some steps back from the Facebook, I highly recommend. I also, I I say it every episode, get outside. I go on my nature walks with my dogs and it 
absolutely helps with that feeling. Just don't sink into it. Don't let it turn into quicksand. Reach out to someone. It doesn't have to be this like intense therapeutic conversation. It can be a simple, how are you? And just having that, that little, those little momentary connections will help you. Also setting up your routine. We talked about that in in an episode a few, um, a few back. And it's when I found myself in this funk last week, I finally hauled myself out of it by sitting down with my planner and being like, okay, when you getting your shit together now, what do you have to do? I wrote down all the stuff I have to do. And then I I started doing it and being productive and, you know, going to a coffee shop to work for a couple hours instead of sitting in the apartment alone and having, you know, more human interaction. I tend to be kind of a, an introvert most of the time, but there is something very valuable in just being outside and being in a place and seeing other people. That loneliness is definitely less than when that happens. But if you are feeling lonely, and I have to admit, when I looked at that picture on Instagram of these three women laughing, I immediately got teary-eyed. Now I'm, I, <laughs> it's easy to make me cry. And it's easy to, you know, move me to tears. But it was, it was like, wow, like that, it, the reaction I had to it was just like, it was pain. It was like, wow, I need to do something about this. And I need to talk about it because I can't be the only one that feels like this. And so I'm going to be reaching out to my friends and making plans to see them more often because I know myself. I know how easy it is to just let a week go by and then another week and another week and then get even more lonely. And there's no reason to be. I'm also going to continue to just live out loud as this person that I am and not the person that I think that I should be. And I know that by doing that, I'm going to find my little soulmate unicorn squad. That That is going to be our hashtag, by the way. I know that they're out there and I know that I'll find them just by being myself and not a carbon copy of anyone else. Oh, I think I hear a puppy coming. (laughs) So I'm sitting on the floor in our bedroom to record and I have this little floor desk. Actually, there's this company you guys have to check out. I'm not in any way affiliated or or sponsored by or anything. They're just amazing. Um, They make floor desks and they make these chairs. And someday I will sit in one of these chairs because you get to sit um, crisscross applesauce in the chair or like a million other ways. And I am a fidget in an office chair. You have to check them out. They are called my soul seat. And if you look them up on Instagram, you can see it's like, I'm not even going to spoil it. The office chair is gorgeous and worth looking at. (laughs) When I find dope shit, I have to share it with you. So a couple last thoughts for you. Be you above all else, be you, you are worth knowing And um, this helped me. I I took some solace in this. You are not alone in feeling alone. (laughs) It's a little ironic, but you're not. There are so many other people that feel lonely. And and if you are feeling that way, we'll leave a light on for you. Thank you all so much for listening to the episode this week. I will catch you all next week. If you are enjoying the podcast, please share it. Please review it. Let's keep this thing rolling. I will, I will, um, I will, I have nothing. I've got nothing. Nothing. LOL. (laughs) I love you guys.